your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I'm your host, Seth Topol, and let's get to what is going to be on today's show. We will, of course, recap the 4-2 loss by the Minnesota Wild last night to the San Jose Sharks. We will also play overreaction or not with some of the key details from last night's game. And we will look ahead to the Vegas Golden Knights coming up tonight. Uh, Plus, we will also go over some uh, interesting wild news from uh, yesterday and uh, just kind of wrap things up with a neat and tidy bow here on your Thursday. So, getting to the task at hand, the 4-2 loss last night to the Sharks, another 9.30 start. I'm not going to lie, I am going to be pretty relieved when the 9.30 starts do not become a regular thing after this season because uh, it's uh, it's hard to stay up and watch a game well into... Uh, into the midnight hour, and uh, especially when it's the type of game that uh, the Wild had last night. If I was going to put a word behind it, I think listless would be a pretty good spot to start. I mean, the uh, first period, scoreless. Second period, the Sharks were able to uh, get on the board for two. The Wild did score twice in the third period, but... uh, Each time, San Jose was able to push it back out to a two-goal lead. So at the end of the day, a 4-2 loss. And now the Wilds have uh, lost two in a row. And if you look at, uh, it's really been since that Avalanche series that uh, things have started to kind of come unraveled a little bit for the Wilds. They now have uh, gone 3-3-1 over their last seven games. And uh, that includes those gross losses to the Avalanche back on the 18th and the 20th. They did beat the Ducks and St. Louis, kind of sandwiched in between there. But you look at those scores, 2-1, to 3-2, and 2 nothing over St. Louis. And uh, now we are sitting at the uh, seventh consecutive game where the Wild have been outshot as a team. And uh, you look at the things that I have keyed in on. Uh, they were outshot 33-28, so it was it was a little closer um, in this game, but uh, also then faceoffs went to San Jose 28-27. to So again, that margin was closer, but these are games that the uh, the Wild should be able to take care of if they truly are in that top four. You got to beat the teams that uh, are below you in the standings. At the same time, we do need to keep in mind as well that uh, San Jose is one of the only teams that the Wild will be playing here this season. And so you do end up getting a little bit of a read, a better read on your opponents when you have more games to uh, to look at to uh, kind of analyze their performance. So it's it's just another thing to chalk up into a really weird year and uh, yeah, it was it was not a 
supremely entertaining game. The Wild did make it close at the end. That's something we've seen a lot from them uh, in those types of games is that they push late, but it's uh, it's never enough to uh, to get back into the win column. We did see another goal from Kirill Kaprizov. We also saw a goal from Mats Zuccarello. So uh, after kind of wishing for that uh, line to get a little bit more back on track um, yesterday, they uh, they did that with uh, with the goals for Kaprizov and Zuccarello. But uh, you look at some of the other performances um, throughout the course of the game, and it, it just it seemed like the uh, the defense had an off night, uh, to say the least, for the uh, Wild. And some other performances that uh, that we look at, Jewel Erickson Eck just one shot, and uh, it seems now that that line with him and Jordan Greenway, who had zero shots, um, has started to kind of go into a slump a little bit. And Kevin Fiala had four shots. Uh, did pick up an assist, but uh, the Wild did give up a power play goal as uh, they went to the penalty box uh, a few times in this one. And as always seems to happen for whatever reason against the Sharks, you get former Wild players that uh, end up being the uh, the ones that make the difference. I mean, it's been Brett Burns forever, but uh, Ryan Donato getting a goal um, in the game last night to be Capo Kakinen and you know it's just we, we saw this wild team over the last 20 games have that incredible 15-4 and 1 stretch and things always have a way of kind of evening out uh, a little bit and so uh, we're just seeing the wild in a stretch where they're not playing their best hockey and so that's going to be something that they need to adjust that'll be up to Dean Everson to figure out exactly how that uh, ends up happening. But now you've got a big test in front of you with the Vegas Golden Knights tonight and Saturday as well, and then the Colorado Avalanche on Monday and Wednesday. So that is a a tough stretch, and uh, so the Wilds just got to pick themselves back up and uh, need to collectively try to um, play better team hockey uh, here over the uh, the next handful of games. So not uh, not a whole lot to recap, but we will go through and uh, examine some of the elements of the game when we play overreaction or not coming up next. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NFL in the offseason right now, but you've got the NBA, you've got the NHL both in full swing, NCAA tournament with the Final Four coming up this weekend, and Major League Baseball is back today. So plenty to drop some money on. BetOnline.ag even offers awards, TV shows, and reality TV as well. So if you're not a huge sports fan, they got you covered either way. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag on your computer or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar in the market for a while now. 
Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now, today, we finally get to answer the question, what is the best Built Bar flavor? As Built Bar Madness comes to a crescendo. It's the championship matchup here today, so make sure to head to BuiltBar.com to check out your two finalists that have come all the way through the bracket. Also check them out at Bar underscore Built on Twitter as well. And make sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won the championship matchup and who will be crowned as the best-tasting protein bar. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Overreaction or not time with what we saw in last night's game. And uh, I want to start with the goalie situation. Capo Kakinen, three goals allowed and uh, had 29 saves on 32 shots. Are we concerned as to Kakinen's performance or is it simply just a blip on the radar considering that uh, he has not played as much with uh, as strong as Cam Talbot has been over the uh, the last couple of games. I'm going to go with uh, overreaction, I think, in this one. Uh, Kakinen still is having uh, a very, very good season. Uh, his last couple of games have not been particularly strong. The six goals allowed against Colorado and the f- three goals allowed against San Jose last night. But again, we're just seeing this wild team come off of a really, really good stretch of hockey, and now they're kind of going to the other end of the spectrum here, and they're not playing as sharp. It seems like they've got tired legs, and uh, it's just been difficult for them to sustain offensive pressure and uh, defend on the back end, which has led to a lot of opportunities um, that uh, materialized in front of Kakinen and uh, not a whole lot that he could really do about those um, situations that led to the goals that the Sharks were able to score. Of course, there was the empty netter as well. But um, I, I'm not uh, reading too much into what we've seen from uh, either Talbot or Kakinen in these uh, last two games. I mean, the shootout went to eight, uh, eight rounds, So that is a situation where I think Talbot only allowed the three goals out of eight. So that 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 was pretty good by uh, by Talbot, and then the uh, the game as well. Um, And Kakinen last night, you know, he had some great plays as he typically does, but uh, just didn't get a whole lot of help in front of him, and uh, some rebound opportunities that led to, uh, in one case, the Ryan Donato goal. So it's it's just a matter of this team kind of having to fight through some things uh, at this point in the season. So I'm not going to super overreact despite um, the lackluster performances over the last couple of games um, by uh, by Capo. I mean, 12-6-0, 2.34 goals allowed average, 9.20 save percentage. Those are all still really good numbers. So uh, he's, he's allowed to have uh, an off performance here or there. 
and uh, I don't think we need to read into that uh, too deeply here um, just because of a, uh, a couple-game skid and uh, a, a little bit of a rough stretch for this team. Now, other things to uh, to take a look at here. Uh, I had alluded to the fact that uh, Jewel Erickson-Eck and Jordan Greenway have not uh, really been involved in the uh, the offense over the last couple of games. And, uh, in fact, I'm going to key in a little closer on uh, what we have seen. Uh, Jordan Greenway, just one point in his uh, last five games and just seven shots uh, in that time frame. And four of those came in the San Jose game, the uh, 4-3 shootout loss. So uh, Greenway just has not been getting the same amount of opportunities that uh, that he's had over the uh, the last few games. And, I mean, you look at his numbers um, in road games. He has just nine points in 18 games. So uh, he has definitely been better at home than he has been on the road. And uh, Jewel Erickson as well, uh, in his last five games, he has just one point as well and nine shots. And eight of those came in uh, the Anaheim series in which he had four shots uh, in both the 2-1 and 3-2 win. No shots against St. Louis or San Jose in the shootout loss. He did have one shot in yesterday's game. But uh, those are a couple of guys that have really uh, been huge factors as to the Wilds' early season success and uh, how they have uh, been able to you know, exceed expectations of where things were at before the season started. So those are some guys that are going to need to get going. And honestly, I I think some of that has to do with the fact that Marcus Foligno is out of the lineup. He was that, uh, that third piece of that line that really seemed to uh, to get them going. So when he is, uh, is finally ready to come back, I think you plug him in and uh, see if he can help reignite those two um, and, uh, and can help um, – reignite this offense a little bit as well. So uh, in terms of if we're concerned as to their recent performance, I would say that's not an overreaction. But at the same time, we've seen this from uh, both of those guys over the course of the year. And you see this from pretty much every hockey player not named Connor McDavid uh, or Nathan McKinnon, where they have uh, a couple of games stretch where they just can't quite put it together. And then the next thing you know, they have... Uh, put together a three- or four-game point streak. So I am concerned. However, I'm not going to... There's a difference between being concerned and pushing the panic button. I am not ready to push the panic button, per se, on uh, on Greenway or Erickson Eck uh, because of what they have done so far this season. They've, they've been pleasant surprises. Uh, it's just one of those stretches where things uh, are a little more difficult for them to uh, be able to... Um, put the puck on the net, get shots on the net. So that's uh, that's about as far as I'm going to go into that. Uh, The defense, uh, a little concerning last night. I'm going to go uh, overreaction with that as well. Just just an off night for the uh, the defense collectively. But that is a unit that has been really one of the driving forces of this team. So I don't feel like there's any need to – uh, really get concerned because uh, those those kinds of nights will happen where the defense just isn't quite up to the level that we're used to seeing from them. So uh, I'm I'm going to give the defense a pass as well, 
and uh, we'll hope to see uh, some better hockey here. Now, if the Wild do struggle in this stretch against the Golden Knights and the Avalanche, um, after those four games are done, then we may have a uh, different conversation as to what the trajectory is for this team going forward. But we got to keep in mind as well, uh, coming into the season, this was expected to be kind of a transition year as Bill Guerin continued to fill out this roster. And, uh, I mean, 21-11-2, uh, they have certainly exceeded expectations up to now. So uh, a little bit of a skid. Nothing to uh, nothing to raise the alarm bells a lot about um, at least at this point. So that is overreaction or not for last night's game. Up next, we are going to talk about the Golden Knights, and we will also talk about some interesting wild news involving Wild General Manager Bill Guerin. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about RockAuto.com. With the ever increasing numbers of makes such as Fiat and Kia and models such as Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the counterman orders parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. So make sure to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insight, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. The Vegas Golden Knights on the way next for the Wilds, and it'll be a tough back-to-back for them. They play again tonight at 9.30. And uh, any way you slice it, the Vegas Golden Knights have had uh, an incredible season, 24-9-1. They are now in second place as uh, Colorado has vaulted all the way up to the top of the standings uh, with 50 points. And uh, that was because of a little bit of a setback for the the Golden Knights as they lost their most recent game 4-2 to the Los Angeles Kings. You look at how these uh, teams have matched up head-to-head uh, so far this season. Uh, the Wild lost the first two games, 5-4 to four in overtime and 5-1. to one. Uh, The Wild then able to uh, even the slate with a 2-0 win at home and a 4-3 win at home. And so now the uh, fifth and sixth games in this series will uh, we'll see if the, uh, the Wilds are able to do as well as they did um, against the Kings or against the Golden Knights, I should say, the, the last time these two teams matched up. Now, that last series against the Golden Knights, there were some injury issues with the uh, with the Golden Knights. Looks like the only player, uh, at least yesterday on the injury report, is Ryan Reeves, who uh, did not play 
uh, against the Kings. So his status worth monitoring um, heading into the game tonight. But uh, some of those players that uh, were just such monsters against the um, against the Wild in that first series, uh, Mark Stone in particular, who had five assists in that 5-4 overtime win for the Golden Knights, uh, he was not available in the uh, the second series. He should be available in this one, and so that's going to be uh, a problem for the uh, Wild. They'll definitely have to key in on him and try to make sure that they can slow him down a little bit uh, to prevent him uh, taking over the game here tonight. Uh, Zach Parisi still on the COVID-19 list. Uh, obviously did not travel with the team, so he uh, will not be part of uh, any of this road trip. Uh, and then I would imagine his status will be reevaluated on Monday uh, to see where he's at and how much further he will uh, be sidelined um, with COVID-19. So uh, his status for tonight is out. Of course, Marcus Foligno out as well. Um, and uh, he still is a little bit away before he is uh, ready to come back and uh, and lead this team. But as we talked about, or will talk about, uh, I, I have on other shows, the biggest key going up against the Vegas Golden Knights is always how to solve the uh, grand enigma that is Marc-Andre Fleury. And uh, he, you look at his numbers once again, um, a 2.14 goals allowed average. Uh, he is uh, 17 and 8 with a 9.24 save percentage. Now the Wild did get him pretty good uh, in the uh, the couple of games in Minnesota. In fact, he was pulled in one of them. And uh, in his uh, four games against the Wild this year, two and two with a 2.64 goals allowed average and a 9. Uh, 14 save percentage. So the Wilds have been able to uh, to get some goals on him um, through their first few matchups of the season. The big another big key is going to be to uh, just try to stay composed. Uh, a big loss of composure in that five to four overtime loss for the Wild. They had a, a couple of goals, a uh, couple goal lead down the stretch and were not able to hold it. Uh, that was the Zach Parisi debacle where he was uh, was benched the next game because uh, he tried to get Marcus Foligno a hat-trick, ended up staying on the ice past his shift, and as a result, the Wild were a little out of sorts coming back down the other end, and the Golden Knights were able to score to uh, tie the game. So that was uh, that was certainly a debacle for this team. And that's something that I would guess won't happen um, the rest of the way, but uh, I guess you never know uh, in the, the NHL, the craziness that is sometimes the NHL. So Wild just got to make sure that they stay composed. And I'll, I'll ask for it again because uh, we didn't necessarily see it again in last night's game. Just a little more fire and, uh, and burst to start the game. Try to get out to an early lead. Um, if they can get to Flurry early, I think that will uh, will really help. And I would imagine we'll see Cam Talbot in net tonight um, with Kakinen playing yesterday. So uh, Talbot certainly a veteran enough and uh, has has had some some decent games against the Golden Knights throughout his career. Um, last couple that he had maybe not uh, not as memorable, but 
it should be an exciting series uh, between these two teams uh, that starts again 9.30 tonight. And, uh, of course, on tomorrow's show, we will play overreaction or not once again. And uh, we'll take a look at the Iowa Wilds, try to incorporate uh, a little bit of a look as to how Iowa is doing and some players to keep an eye on that might uh, end up making an impact for the Wild next year and beyond. So uh, that is what we have coming up on tomorrow's show. Again, make sure to uh, follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, follow us on Twitter as well. At Locked On Wild, you of course can connect with me at uh, Seth Topes on Twitter, and uh, I usually am pretty active during games. So if you want to uh, follow along with me, ask me questions during the game, that certainly is an option as well. Make sure to also give a listen to Locked On Golden Knights to get a little bit better idea of uh, what the Golden Knights have in store for tonight's game and for Saturday's game as well. And want to give a uh, special shout-out with Major League Baseball getting underway today. Make sure to check out Locked on Twins. My friend Nash Walker does a great job with the show. And uh, if you are a baseball fan, there's no better spot to go than uh, Locked on Twins as well. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Go Wild. We'll see if they can get a win tonight against the Golden Knights. And we will join you once again tomorrow.